Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Or sound off at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. A four-run fifth. Are the Sooners done? They're not. Because that ball is so gone. Deepest part of the field. A grand slam from Jocelyn Allo. Makes it 15-0 Sooners. Line shot deep into left field. Langford turned around, looks up. It's gone! It's gone! PG hit a two-run home run, and we are tied! We are tied in Gainesville! Hit pretty deep to right field. Boone's got a beat on it. Makes the catch at the warning track. Win column Sooners. Game over. Oklahoma will play for a national championship. They burst, stomp, pop the Bruin bubble. And run rule the Bruins by a final score of 15 to 0. Here's the 2-2. Got him! Swinging! And you can unhitch the wagon! Put the ponies in the barn! The Sooners are super! Oklahoma beats Florida in the Gainesville Regional. Final score on Monday night after 8 hours and 47 minutes. It's Oklahoma 5 and Florida 4. Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show on a Tuesday, June 7. I'm going to go 30 minutes here and then uh, hand it over to TJ and Drake. And a big thank you to both of you guys, TJ. This is uh, uh, this time of year, uh, and all times of year, I guess, basketball. Uh, I do this to you some too. But uh, traveling around and, and, and jumping on planes and in different time zones, and you guys have to jump in and help me out and – I really appreciate it. I'll be back in, uh, uh, Lord willing, I'll be back be in careful. Piedmont tomorrow. <laughs> and then we'll see. I, I don't think the official word has come down yet as to whether OU will play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday, Monday in Blacksburg. That's supposed to officially come down this morning. I was told yesterday that it'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they thought. But we're awaiting uh, the official word on that. So if that's the case, if they start on Friday, then uh, the team will travel tomorrow to Virginia and uh, practice there and, and uh, do press conferences and everything on Thursday and get after on Friday. It will be interesting to see. Uh, looking forward to asking Skip if 
the rotation this weekend will be affected at all by Jake throwing last night. Or, yeah, last night. He didn't throw a lot of pitches, and it was his bullpen day. So perhaps the answer there is no, just uh, things as normal. Jake in game one, David Sandlin in game two, Kate Horton in game three. But I think it is a question worth asking. And, you know, you you have a little bit more luxury now uh, if you wanted to save Jake for Saturday because, you know, there's not there's not the urgency to get into the winner's bracket. You want to win every game, don't get me wrong, but you know you're playing two, and you got to win two out of three. So uh, if you wanted to go Sandlin one, Bennett two, just to give him an extra day's rest, uh, it's a little more doable in a super regional format, uh, a little less costly, I guess. All three, by the way, of the top three Virginia Tech pitchers are right-handers, which uh, makes my heart happy. Did you take in any softball yesterday, TJ? Yes. Yes, I did. That uh, first game obviously did not go the way they uh, wanted, and you thought, oh. There was a stretch there in the early afternoon with both those uh, sports colliding that you thought this could be a – a really bad day for OU sports, or it can be a really great one, and it turned out to be a really great one. And they came back in that second game, and man, they just—it's uh, like they toy with you sometimes. They dangle you out there like you're a uh, mouse and a cat, and they're just kind of batting you around. And <laughs> it's just unbelievable how they can turn it on and the things that they can do. You mentioned that with OU baseball and their ability to do that, but yeah, it's like supercharged when you're talking about the softball team and what they can do and they just it's almost humiliating what they can do to you in the span of about five six minutes and suddenly you know the game's over and it's just completely done and you just got to play it out until you know the run rule the run rule point and that the game can be called and it's just amazing what they turned around in that second game and did yeah, and Jocelyn Allo. And Jocelyn Allo um, helps, yeah, being the greatest of all time, I think. Yeah, yeah. greatest of all time. Um, One of the uh, – she'll go down as one of the all-time greatest Sooners in any sport and is just um, unbelievable. I mean, I don't even know how to put words to it. I mean, when she stands at the plate, she's such an imposing figure, and she seemingly always delivers, so – how about OU Texas for the title, man? Oh man, that's it's either way. We knew either way if OU advanced, it was going to be a big time series. Um, OSU. I I don't know if you were up and were able to watch I that second up, game. Yeah, I stayed up to the end of it. Yeah, that collapse there and the throw to yeah. second that went to the outfield. And I have no idea. They they completely broke down there in that yep. inning and just kind of handed that game away. They were in control and looked like they were going to OSU was going to advance and. Man, that was, was a rough just a debacle hour, uh, of an last end, night of when a, the base the baseball game ended in uh, Stillwater, and then the softball game went the way it did. Mm-hmm. That was a tough hour. Oh yeah, for, uh, I forgot. Yeah, Arkansas uh, knocked them out too. So, uh, but yeah, OU Texas, and I think I already saw where tickets before that game was final last night were going for about one forty each, and they were rising as. They were sending out those messages, the people that were kind of monitoring that. Kudos to Texas, a first unseeded team to make it. I mean, they have gone the long way. They go to Seattle for the regional, Arkansas for the super, and then through the loser's bracket of the World Series. So, uh, 
That's impressive. OU and Texas are kind of flexing on everybody right now, aren't they? Like, they're kind of like in, you know, the Big 12 baseball championship game. A little bit, yeah. Golf out in uh, the desert. Now the softball championship game. They're the only two teams left in the uh, Super Regionals of Baseball. Uh, They're kind of just like, you know, hey, Big 12, you sure you're not going to miss us? That's kind of what's going on right now. <laughs> that's, in my head, that's what's going on. Right. <laughs> um, okay, you ready for so, – now that starts tomorrow, right? Because we're spreading it all out now. Wednesday, yes. Yes. Today's Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. My days are a little confused right now, too. So we got another day off today. And then we start the championship series tomorrow. And then do they play consecutive days after that? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Correct. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Hopefully they can take care of them Wednesday and Thursday. And we don't have conflicting interest on Friday. That would be nice. Um, Okay. Here are your super regional matchups in baseball on the left side of the bracket, TJ, you've got Notre Dame at Tennessee. That's a good one. Notre Dame, like Oklahoma, thought they should have hosted a regional. They went to Statesboro and won that, uh, knocked out Texas Tech. Going to be tough to go to Tennessee, uh, but uh, Notre Dame's a good baseball team. Um, Texas at East Carolina. This is the 8-9 matchup. I'm told East Carolina is a snake pit, and now here comes Big Bad Texas into town, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Louisville at Texas A&M, great matchup there. And the other matchup on that side of the bracket is OU at Virginia Tech. If OU advanced to the College World Series, their first game there would be against the winner of the Texas A&M-Louisville uh, super Regional. Other side of the bracket, you've got UConn. UConn made it out. Uh, they were a three seed. Uh, they will be at Stanford. Uh, Arkansas and North Carolina. Chapel Hill's where that'll be now since Arkansas won. Ole Miss at Southern Miss. Gracious. You talk about high ticket prices. Hattiesburg will be a zoo. And Auburn goes to Oregon State. So those those are the 16 teams still playing. You have uh, four SEC teams, four ACC teams, two Big 12, two Pac-12. Yeah, two Pac-12. Is that right? Stanford, Stanford and, and Arizona. Oh, no, Arizona lost. Oh, Oregon, Oregon State. Oregon State. Yeah. Two Big 12, two Pac-12, and then Southern Miss and UConn are the one-offs. Boy. Some of these runs again yesterday. 22 for Ole Miss, 13 for East Carolina, yeah. 11 for UConn. The teams are just pouring off. I think the ball's right juiced. It, I it, think the NCAA juiced the ball for the tourney. I think so, too. And um, someone called in right after you got off yesterday, and he was um, at the uh, one of the games this weekend in Stillwater, and he said – one of the weirdest plays he's ever seen was the ball was hit straight back up the middle, and it did not hit the rubber or the pitcher's 
uh, foot, it kind of hit the mound. He goes, so it kind of just hit dirt. And he goes, that thing shot in the air and went straight into center field. And he goes, I've never seen anything like it. It was almost as if it was a rubber ball, the way it shot off the mound. So, Yeah, I think they um... – I think they have uh, – whether they did it intentionally or they just got a batch here of of lively balls for the NCAA tournament, I, I think that's what's going on. I mean, these are good offensive teams, and you've got you know, got you got metal, metal bats and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I mean, come on, 20-plus runs uh, right and left all over the place? That's Yeah, it's happening crazy. regularly, yeah, over the last yeah. weekend. So, Yeah, that's mm. crazy. Crazy. Uh, Vatek is uh, – they kind of won two out of three in every ACC series. I was looking through their schedule. They're 44-12, and 12, and they just kind of went through the ACC. They didn't really sweep anybody. They just won every series. Two out of three. There might have been a sweep in there. But, um, you know, North Carolina, two out of three. Louisville, two out of three. Uh, NC State, two out of three. Miami, two out of three. So that's impressive. They had a really good year. To be the number four national seed is pretty lofty for them. And uh, But they're good. They're really offensive. I think that um, – I think they're uh, – I, I, you know, we'll see how it plays out. But just on paper anyway, going into the series, it looks like that the offense is ahead of the pitching for them. So pitching is good, but it looks like this is a team that – Kind of outslugs people a lot of the time, so um, you know we'll see that, that the task there is going to be on uh, on the OU pitching staff to hold them down. But we got a lot of time to preview that super regional before Friday or Saturday, whenever it starts uh, rolls around. All right, is it time for a break here? Yeah, it is. I got one more segment here in Gainesville. If you want to text the show four zero five six five one three four three nine, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They also are the home of the $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands in listing commissions. Terry and Jackie Saxon, great customer service all the way through the sale of your home, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. A couple of uh, texts here. I'll let you get to the phones. Uh, where were we at? Uh, did something happen to the app not functioning all of a sudden? I just saw this. I'll have to go check it. We have had a lot of lightning, and we have had a lot huh. of thunder, so I may have gotten kicked off. I'll go check that here in just a second. Okay. Uh, also, can we all assume uh, PG will go pro after this year? Yes. 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 We can assume that. <laughs> uh, did you guys see the video of the Wranglers catching the cow on I-40? Yes. That was unbelievable. <laughs> Oklahoma. You should have turned to the guy with the weather yesterday, pulled out your phone yeah. and go, I've never seen rain, but have you ever seen this? This happened in Florida a lot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, representing the ref here in Cancun on our last day, Toby knows me well from the other morning. I only get to listen to you for a couple of hours while my family is sleeping and I'm heading to breakfast, the breakfast buffet. Have a great day, Boomer from Missouri Sooner. 
Nice. Now he's got his ref hoodie on. Look at him looking sharp nice, in Cancun. Nice, nice, nice. You're in Cancun Enjoy. still. What are you wearing a hoodie for, dude? It's in the morning, you know. It's a little chilly in the morning oh, right there in the Oh, my goodness. Ocean. It's yeah. June in Mexico. Come on. Uh, um, go ahead. Did I hear uh, Jocelyn Allo needs eight RBIs to tie the record? I don't know that. Uh, if I remember, I'll ask Chris that during the crossover. I'm, I'm not sure of that either. He may have said that in the broadcast, and I missed it yesterday, but I'm not sure of that. Uh, please ask Toby to tweet the team's estimated arrival at El Dell uh, once they're getting back. If he knows it, that's from Wayne. All right. We'll do. I don't know that there's going to be many people out there in uh, what they told uh, said a second ago. 6.4 inches average is what was coming down in Norman. When's it going to stop raining today? Well, it's slowing down now. It's slowed down in Norman, but there's another path that uh, has just crossed through Tuttle and that area that is headed towards directly through Norman here. I don't know what this map's saying. Uh, well, when's it going to stop raining today? Uh, once this storm system gets through, it looks like that's it for the metro area. So another okay. couple of hours, maybe? As of right now, they are scheduled to arrive at El Del Mitchell Park at 1 o'clock Central Time. So if everything stays on uh, track, that's the uh, plan today. Be back at uh, oh, yeah. El Del at 1. I think that'll be uh, a... Cleared out and good by 1 o'clock, okay, so it'll be, good. It'll be solid. Uh, Johnny Baseball is on hold. Good morning, JB. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Fantastic. Boy, it's a great day to be a Sooner Baseball fan, that is for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. How about that game yesterday, huh? It's one of the most incredible things I've ever ever seen. Like, I've, I, I, I've witnessed... You know, rain delays, things like that, but five and a half hours. And you can't tell me that all the momentum wasn't in, in Florida's favor before that. Yeah. Yep. No, it definitely Mother was. Mother Nature Absolutely. helped us out. They just wrangled it back. And, man, Kendall Pettis is every bit of deserving for that MVP award. And I'm sorry if you can't hear me. It's starting to rain. But, uh, no, I just wanted to, to jump in and say congratulations to everybody. Congratulations to you, man. It's been a, a long time. Since OU baseball has been super. Thanks for listening, JB. Appreciate it. Be safe out there now. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Johnny Baseball. Yeah, no, this is uh, – uh, uh, I'm happy for Kendall. You know, the last uh, month or so has been really otherworldly for him. And uh, his batting average since the brace come off is, it came off is like 450, something like that. And now he's hitting home runs. Like, Kendall Pettis doesn't hit home runs, you know? So he's hitting home runs. He's hitting 450. He's getting on base. He's stealing bases. He's scoring runs. He's in the nine hole. I mean, that's just, that's, you know, you get this far, and they're all really good teams. But there's just not a weak spot in the lineup. I mean, they just, one through nine, they keep coming at you. And uh, sooner or later, they're going to get you most nights. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. That last night uh, will be a memory that we'll all have for a long time. I did a, a little Q&A during, uh, just to keep myself entertained as much as anything, on Twitter during the rain delay last night, Teej. And had a lot of fun. A whole lot of people asked questions and had a lot of fun. Made a few people mad, I'm sure. But we were just, we're just you know, trying to keep it lighthearted. And... I swear every other tweet I said something about 
we're here watching the softball game. The team's watching the softball game. You know, something about watching the softball game. Mm-hmm. And I just kept getting flooded with tweets of, hey, since it's a rain delay, why don't you guys watch the softball game? <laughs> hey, there's something there's something special going on in Oklahoma City. Instead of this, you could be watching the softball game. I'd be like, I am watching the softball that game. That is what we're doing. We're all watching times. the softball game. I can tweet and watch the softball game at the same time. Hey, uh, you know, maybe you should – I would, you know, tweet about – I'm trying to think of what one of the tweets would have been yesterday. You know, something silly about uh, what's the best thing you ate. Somebody asked me what the best thing I ate in Gainesville was. And I said, redfish at Spurrier's. And uh, somebody responded, yeah, hey, you know, there's a softball game going on right now. Yeah, I know. We're watching the softball game. <laughs> maybe that was a, a way of people being nice. Like, you were tweeting out so much there. For yeah. a while, they were telling you to shut up. Like, Maybe. hey, put your phone down and watch the game and shut yeah, up on Twitter. Be. It could be. But could at be. the same time, they're seeing your tweets, so they're on Twitter, too, while watching the game. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. It was really important to them that we were watching. Hey, tell the team they could be watching the softball game. <laughs> they're watching the softball game. I love how they, they do that uh, from certain sports sometimes, and it's like, hey, tell them they've got to support the other sport, you know, that's going on as well, as if these guys uh, don't know it or the girls don't know it, uh, vice versa, whatever sport it may be. That Yeah, and we can be watching this right now, or if our game ends and there's this going on, we can watch it. We We recognize that, yeah. Yeah. We, no, they, they we know these people. We're friends with a lot of them. Oh, yeah. No, they had a TV down in the uh, batting uh, area where OU was hanging out, and they were gather, They were all gathered around it watching it and rooting on the team and watching Jocelyn Allo hit grand slams, and it was great. But it was very important to some people out there that I was paying attention. So I was just letting you know I was paying attention. I got it. Uh, and I cannot wait for tomorrow night. This is going to be so much fun. You know, they're in the National Championship Series. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. It's high theater, high drama, great television. Spicy. But for it to be Texas, I mean, yeah. come on, right? The, that crowd, Skip man. Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Regional champion head coach Skip Johnson walking by. Look at a big smile on his face, Teach. <laughs> he deserves it. He deserves it. Congrats, coach. Yeah. How about the text he got from Reggie Willett's dad during the – I don't know if you understood when he was uh, talking post-game there on the <laughs> yeah, field. Yes, David and Goliath. Yes, I knew what he was talking about there. And, uh, you know, the fact that they sent it. I didn't know. I, there was a technology, something he said they sent to the team somehow. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. But other than that, yeah, I knew what he was talking about. Yeah, Reggie's dad texted him during the rain delay. Uh, the story of David and Goliath. And he shared it with the team. And, uh, you know. Skip said that's uh, that's what did it for him. He's, he was giving credit to Reggie's dad after the game for uh, <laughs> getting the team in the right frame of mind. Sorry, Drake there. just walked in like a drowned rat. <laughs> Drake. He does not look happy right now. I'm sorry, Drake. This is my fault. Is just buckets right now outside? Actually, it's actually calmed down a lot, but we're about to get hit again, like I said, so... In fact, it's one of those things where you look back at the weather and when you see it's coming towards your town and he's circling that area, but yeah. you don't have the sound up, you're like, oh, no, what's he circling right there? Yeah, is it a tornado or is it uh, 
It's just said flash just flooding, so I think it's just massive amounts of rain again that we just got hit with. So, All right. Well, I appreciate you guys helping us out. Hopefully we can get home here, and uh, I'll keep everybody updated. As of right now, the baseball team's supposed to be back in Norman at 1 o'clock uh, Central Time. So I'll be back with you tomorrow uh, from the home studio. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Man, it looks like a tornado came through this room. Welcome back. TJ and Drake back with you. Toby once again feeling like he cannot do his entire show. Travel or something. So we'll take you for the uh, next hour and a half. Now he's he is desperate to get home for at least a night in his own bed, and that was the one thing yesterday. I I was communicating with him back and forth, trying to figure out what was going to go on with the baseball broadcast and everything, and I felt bad about it. But I did mention at one time about <laughs> so I'm guessing this means you're not traveling back tonight, and he just gave a no. <laughs> no. You're uh, not traveling back tonight. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> so, which at that point, he did mention yesterday he was down to his last clean pair of underwear. Ugh. So, it's dirty drawers on the way home tonight. <laughs> now, wait. He was... This was yesterday morning he was going into his last clean pair. Right, which, you know, he sat through an eight-hour rain delay in that underwear, I'm guessing. Oh. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully he went to, like, <laughs> CVS, bought some, <laughs> bought some Hanes or something. I just thought of that. I should have asked him about Detergé. it. If he, was, if he was flying home stinky in dirty clothes yeah. and dirty underwear. Have, have some swamp butt uh, with all that rain yesterday, hey, too. Eight-hour rain delay. He may have had time to run his laundry yeah. down and have it done at the yeah. stadium. I Absolutely. Don't know. I, well, I don't know. It, it depends on if they would have their laundry done in the stadium or not, because obviously they don't have a visiting locker room, so why would they have laundry there? What's going on with that? Uh, That's the most mind I was like... You just dropped sixty-five million dollars to build a stadium and didn't build. Isn't that like the second thing on the design? Home locker room, visiting locker room, rest of the stadium. You would. Is that a so new trend? Maybe the the only thing I can think of is that the one thing that Ted has always said about visiting locker rooms is that him as a player. Uh, or if he were a coach, too, he would want it to look as drab and uh, dumpy as possible because oh, it, I, get, it gets your mindset just I all messed that. up as a player. And But to not have one at all? Yeah, I mean, that that's the—I can't imagine that because, like, whenever you're hosting a—you and I were talking yesterday via text message about how it is that Florida has handled—had handled— Yes. This regional in general. I didn't get into that with Toby because I knew he was already kind of just wore down and just drained. But you and I, talk, what you're referring to, so people know, is my question was, Toby knew immediately when he came on the game yesterday to start pregame. He said, we're looking at some uh, potential weather that may get us in the last third of this game. So he knew about 6th, 7th inning on 
there was a chance of a lot of rain. So my question was, how did the NCAA and Florida not know this and just shift the game up an hour, which, like we said now, in hindsight, maybe that was best. Maybe Florida keeps rolling in that game, they finish it off, and they, they win a, a pitcher's duel in a low-scoring game, and it never jump-starts them. But that's what you're referring to, is we were having that conversation of, how did you not anticipate this and just bump it up an hour? Yeah, and it kind of goes into how is it that the NCAA is going to let Florida host a regional when they don't have a visiting locker room? Like that—that that seems like a bare minimum. I guess they added. I mean, the way he was talking, that it's not like they didn't have a nice place to like hang out, but yeah. I don't. I, my, I don't know how you design a, a stadium though without a visiting locker room. I think that would be a requirement, an essential. So. Maybe it's just designed in a way that it actually is, and it's not just labeled as a visiting locker room. I don't know, but um, I, I would think that Toby would be getting that information from the team, though. That, <laughs> that well, that I think he had plenty of time to go down there and hang with the team for a little right. while. He was I, talking I mean, about watching them wrestle and that, stuff. That's so. what I'm saying is that I'm sure that he was talking to the staff, the players, as much as possible uh, during that rain delay. That they would probably mention. By the way, there's no visiting locker room. <laughs> Like, I can't – that just boggles my mind. Yeah. That you would not have – like, if you had a cheap one that just didn't look great and sure, just you didn't plain want – plain white lockers. Didn't want it to have a – Brown lockers. Plush yeah. or anything like that, fine. But the fact that there's not one at all, uh, that's just wild to me. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. But, hey, however it all played out, massive rain delay, um, they got it done. That is a uh, amazing thing that, what was it, 215, 220? That thing got shut down, and that game was cruising. And one of the quicker college games you will have seen this year at the pace they were going. And you think at the time, ah, it's lightning, so maybe a 30 to 45-minute delay. It, it was funny listening to the afternoon guys uh, while this rain delay was going on, too, because they were basically talking as if, well, you know, uh, oh, oh, you they they were having a nice run, but you know uh, this stretch <laughs> this stretch that they're having now, they just can't find the bats right now. It's like it's been like a game and a half. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> um, it did look that way though at the time. Right. That's what I'm saying. Had no, that delay not I mean, happened, I don't think they win that game. No, but I mean the fact that they're just like, well, uh, the uh, I I don't know what it is with uh, the bats at this point. They're just gonna. Uh, they're just. Uh, you know, uh, what What can you do at this point? And I say that, that team's shown that all year long, that they can yeah, flip jump the on you and yeah. flip the switch quickly late in games, and well, they've won many games that way. It, so in this, in this stretch, it's been very it, – it, it's hard to compare anybody to this OU softball team right now just because of how ridiculously good they are. But in the vein of taking advantage of other teams' mistakes – and going for the jugular the last five, six weeks. That's what it is the OU baseball team's done whenever mm -hmm. they've had their opportunities. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Got it done. They're headed to uh, take on Virginia Tech in the Supers. Um, Toby mentioned them earlier, but your matchups now in the Super Regionals. Uh, Tennessee, Notre Dame, uh, Texas advance, so they will uh, face East Carolina. Texas A&M and Louisville. Uh, which would be who OU would play if they advance again. The winner of that would be their first game. 
Uh, OU at Virginia Tech. Uh, other side of the bracket, Stanford will face UConn. Uh, North Carolina takes on Arkansas, who finished off Oklahoma State yesterday. So uh, North Carolina gets to host that. Uh, Ole Miss and Southern Miss will match up, and Oregon State and Auburn are your uh, teams left right now in the Super Regional. So congratulations to OU. Great, uh, great play-by-play on your part last night, texting me as uh, I never thought with that game starting at noon, I would have to be worrying at 7.45 when our game started how that game would play out. But that is exactly what happened. Both games started at the exact, or they started, they started back up and ours started at the same exact time. 7.45. Uh, unreal. Um, e- even getting the updates, I thought, well, this game will resume at 5. It'll be done by 6.30. I'll get to hear or, uh, you know, Watch if they even put it back on one of the ESPN channels um, at that point. And <laughs> you, you did a great job. You were very descriptive in your text when I said, hey, send me the updates, please. I can't listen. And <laughs> you did a great job. I'm yelling back at the other coaches in our dugout. Uh, Peyton Graham just hit a home run. We're tied. We are tied. <laughs> we are tied. <laughs> so, uh, excellent work on your part. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because I was trying – so. Here was the like mental dilemma for me when it's come to OU baseball the last couple of weeks is that there was a stretch where I, I can't remember what games they were. There were two to three games that I watched in a row mm-hmm. that OU lost and just kind of got bludgeoned, it seemed like. Well, <laughs> so I was like, I really want to watch this game, but... I also do not want to watch this game, and uh, <laughs> you're the have, reason have they lost the, uh, the end of the season. It's because, Drake's you know, fault. That that mental dilemma that you put yourself through, because obviously, me turning on the TV uh, kind of notifies the universe on whether or not oh you can win or lose. Clearly, but uh, so I am trying to not watch this game, but also listen. I've got uh, DJ Roomba going on in the other room, so I'm having to uh, combat that noise. And yeah, so uh, if there were points in time where I, it sounded like I was um, not really sure what had happened, uh, that is why, because I was uh, having to listen over the vacuum cleaner and all those other things. So yeah, you're welcome, though. Uh, thank you. Thank you to your Roomba, too. Yeah. Um... I'm surprised you still have that. Does it not drive you crazy? Um, here's what drives I me got rid of crazy mine real with, quick with mine is the fact that the key is to I've found out to be home whenever the DJ uh, whenever the DJ Roomba whenever the Roomba's going on because it allows it to see a lot better if the lights are off in the house and there's no daylight and it, it cannot see nearly as well it will get stuck within the first 15 minutes of starting to vacuum so (laughs) i've got the kind of one of the shticks that i've had recently is that uh i've got one of them that will uh has is connected to one of the apps on the phone so whenever uh basically look at you within the first 10 minutes of it running it will notify me on my phone like uh the Roomba has ended the job stuck so, yeah, it does drive me crazy, but also it sure does beat having to uh, sweep my entire house as well. It does until it, uh, one, gets stuck, like you said, 
Two, eat some type of rug somewhere in the house. Or three, gives you a complete heart attack when it out of nowhere fires up and you're sitting by yourself in the house and that thing cranks up. Uh, it, it's also pretty entertaining to watch my dog have to uh, be terrified of uh, the Roomba as well. All dogs seem to be scared of the yeah, Roomba. Yeah, like if it even gets close to her, it is like watching a horse on uh, roller skates, essentially, <laughs> trying to get out of the way of the Roomba. It's pretty entertaining. <laughs> Don't do that to your dog. Get, get rid of the room. I'm not. I'm not trying to do it to the dog. I just. I mean, she's the reason that I have the Roomba in the first place because all the hair that she mm. shed. So it's her fault. It's her fault. It's Penny's fault. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. One more segment this hour. Three two nine nine thousand. That is the uh, fine sponsors of Riverwind Casino. Call in line if you would like to call us up. 405-329-9000. Air Comfort Solutions text line. We'll hit some of your texts on the other side here. 405-651-3439. Drake and TJ in with you on the T-Row in the Morning Show. Back after this on The Ref. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Welcome back. Final segment of hour two of the T-Row in the Morning Show. I'm Drake. He's TJ. T-Row, he's... <laughs> what, what are you giggling at? I don't know if this is true or not. Someone just sent me a screenshot. It's on from Twitter. And so up above, the tweet above is the six to five final of the OSU Texas softball game. And the comment underneath it says, Just smash my four K TV in front of over thirty guests at my cocktail party because of Oklahoma State's performance today. My wife just took our crying kids and said they're all spending the night in a motel. This team has ruined my life and my party. I can't do this any longer. Goodbye. <laughs> wow. Uh, I shouldn't laugh at that. But sports, man. Sports. They can do that to have you. Have you ever gotten to the point to where you've wanted to punch your TV over a sporting event? Yeah, I'm sure I have. I've never done it. I've never come close to, like, breaking my television that you see in these videos. Now, some of these videos, I think they do it just to, you know, go viral and, and get likes and stuff, but I'm trying to think of some of the angriest I've ever been. Like, the 2011 World Series, I was not angry. I was just completely crushed and heartbroken. There would have been no energy left in me to throw anything or smash my TV, so. <laughs> just completely emotionally, physically drained. Um, I may get more emotional over wanting it for my kid than any, like, professional or collegiate team or game I've ever watched. Like, just a regular game. I want my kid and his friends to win every game. And that doesn't happen. We've lost five straight, so obviously that doesn't happen. But um, that's not really anger. That's just, you know, wanting it for them. Your but. kid yesterday, uh, whenever you brought him in after baseball camp, by the way. Uh -huh. Well, how'd you do today? <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get this story. What? Well, like, duh. How do you expect me to do? Don't you know who you're talking to? In Bronx Perry. Get this story. So, a boss lady, uh, Casey Vineyard's son. They're both working the camp, and 
Bronx knows one. Didn't I don't know. I guess he's never met Peyton, I guess. But so Peyton's working the camp. And Bronx gets to the camp. He knows Peyton's working it, but doesn't put two and two together. So he goes to the, I think he said the pop fly uh, is what Peyton was coaching. And Peyton was wearing a ref hat. And Bronx goes, oh, do you listen to that station? And the guy's like, yeah, I listen to the station. And he goes, my dad's TJ Perry. And he goes, oh, that's cool. My mom's Casey Vineyard. And he goes, oh, you're Peyton. Like <laughs> 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 be on top of that one, Bronx. Wow. <laughs> Investigative reporting by Bronx Perry. Uh, he is very short and sweet with his answers when you ask him something. How'd so-and-so go? Yeah. Good. That that's very much the Good. uh the what are they? They're eleven, 11 now. Eleven. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much uh, the answer. That's the way it is with my niece too. Yeah. Uh and basically, how was school today? Good. Good. What did you learn? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So you learned nothing. Every, no. Okay. Every, how did you get a hundred on your spelling bee today if you learned nothing? <laughs> Every day after school I ask him that. Hey, what'd you guys do today? It's never uh, learned this new algebra or did this, uh, you know, uh, you know, science project or any of that. It's like, well, in dodgeball today, so-and-so did this and did, did that, and they got hit in the face. It always ties back and to recess awesome. or PE with my kid. It doesn't matter the day or what they've done. It's going to tie back to recess, playing football or whatever on the uh, playground, or, re- or uh, PE every single time. Or someone getting hurt at some point during the day. Never about anything. <laughs> the educational process. He's basically the kid from Big Daddy. <laughs> yes. Uh, how'd it go today? Good. Same thing with any kid on our team. Hey, so-and-so, how was your day? Good. Let's keep it short and simple. Uh, We'll take a timeout. Top of the hour break. One more hour with us. Chris Plank will be back for a full show today. Celebrating uh, as the uh, softball team has advanced to the final championship round of the Women's College World Series. Take a timeout. Back after this on The Ref.